Welcome to the Marketing and Other Markets podcast with me, Matt Moscato. This is a podcast for real estate industry professionals or doers. Each episode will feature an interview with a top producer or someone who's doing things differently in an exciting way. For those who already know me or have read my books and blogs, my brand of marketing is tangible and repeatable because we don't all need to reinvent the wheel. Every episode, my promise to you is that you will leave with at least one tangible idea that you can execute on today. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today to our latest bonus episode of Marketing in Other Markets. Um, I am really pumped to have our guest on today. Uh, I don't think I've had a guest on yet that I've known as well as today's. So please introduce Jacob Haar, owner of Haar Creative, one of the coolest and most innovative uh, real estate photography firms that I've ever seen, but also one of the biggest ones in the market that I'm a, that I'm a marketer in. So Jacob, welcome to the show today. Matt, thanks for uh, having me be a part of your show. I'm glad to uh, share what we have to offer. So I, I first have to joke that I often tell people that I know more realtors than anyone, and I might be in the company of someone who has done as many more or about the same amount of realtor meetings as I have. We both got into the business at the same time. If I meet with 40 agents a week, you're doing photos for 40 agents a week, 50, 60, 100. So, I mean, like, I, I love talking to you because we're in the very much the same space with the same target client, but doing totally different things. And I, I wanted to grab your insights today because one of the questions I get all the time is from agents is, how do I, how do I showcase these homes better? I mean, how do I, how do I stand out in a crowded market? And I think standing out in a crowded market oftentimes starts with what media are you are you using to represent the listings that you're getting? And that's your space. So I wanted to turn it over to you. I mean, tell us everything real estate photos. How can people do a better job of asking the right questions to their listing photographers, ordering the right services? And then how can we better sell the fact if we're already using these services, how can we better sell that and market that to our clients to get more listings? Great questions, great questions. So. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit. I think most people understand the value of real estate photography today, but that wasn't always the case. When I started Hard Creative in 2008, not only were we in the middle of a recession, but the state of real estate photography was incredibly poor. Most agents were taking photos with their 2008 cell phone cameras or a point and shoot camera, and it was pretty rough. Um, in the digital age, though, that first impression that you see online is incredibly important. And thankfully, people have uh, embraced that more and more. Real estate photography is like the curb appeal of your online presence. It's the first thing people see. And just like the first thing people see when they go up to the house is the curb appeal of the house, the presence you make with real estate photos, the video, the virtual tour, whatever it may be, is that first impression you make. And this is going to impact how many people are going to be interested in going to the house and making an offer. What's so crazy, there was a house that a house that listed in my neighborhood the other day. And I saw the list price and I could not believe what they were asking. And then I saw the photos and they were gorgeous. I mean, honestly, to the point of craziness, like I walked through the house and the house was nice, but the photos were spectacular. Matt, I, uh, I know where you live, and I think I know what house you're talking about because I'm pretty sure we took those photos. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did too. But I mean, in general, it was a great house, but yeah. the photos, I mean, the photos made it look like 110%. And 
And I know for a fact that they were slammed with showing simply because the photos looked so good. So kudos to you guys, but also, you know, to the listing agent for selecting the right photos, the right package, and, you know, making sure that future people that check out her work can see that she makes houses shine. Absolutely. And this really is um, an important thing to consider. A lot of people in today's market will say, hey, everything's selling quickly. Why do I need to hire a listing photographer? Yes, the house will most likely sell quickly, but how do you want to represent your brand? Once again, it's not just the first impression that viewers see of the house, but it's the first impression that your future potential sellers are going to see of how you market houses. So what do you want to show potential future sellers? Do you want to show them that you take cell phone photos uh, on your own? Do you want to show them that you, you know, maybe take uh, just 20 photos, professional photos? Or do you want to show them that you provide them the works? Do you want to show that you provide videos, floor plans, virtual tours, photos, drone photos? It's all a representation of how you market uh, your clients' listings. And this in turn is going to uh, make you stand out from the rest of realtors in your market. I love that. So in terms of before, you know, like I'm just going to assume here that most people that are listening to this show are already paying someone like you or, you know, your, your best friend in another market to do their listing photos. What can agents do to really make sure that the house is ready for great photos? Because we, we've all seen, we've all seen houses that are just, they don't look good and you, know, you can't, Absolutely. you can't edit everything out. Um, what, what, what is the agent's job before they hire you? Great question. So we do provide a photo checklist for all of our clients. And some of the things we go over is just simply less is more. If you're wondering if something should or should not stay in the photo, the question or the answer probably is that it should go. So if you're thinking, ah, should I take this out? Should I not take it out? Declutter. So, so I have to tell my mom to get the tchotchkes off every table in the house? I apologize to your mom in advance, but yes. <laughs> that being said, this can be taken to an extreme. I photographed some houses where the homeowners have decluttered so much that it looks like no one lives there, mm. where they have removed every single item off the kitchen counter. That's like, well, that's a little too far. <laughs> you know, you need to uh, make it inviting at the same time. So, for example, in kitchens, I recommend leaving out your KitchenAid mixer. I recommend leaving out a knife block, um, leaving out a nice coffee pot. If you have a nice coffee pot or toaster, it's okay to have some of these things. Which, by uh, the way, my agent, who I know uses you also, when she listed our first house, she literally brought over like two massive cart, uh, like plastic bins of those types of items that she staged our kitchen with, um, our bathroom with brand new fresh towels and linens. And she kept them there from listing photos to the last showing. And it, it, it worked. We had a hundred showings and we had like 10 offers and all of them were over asked. And this is so a great, that's point. an ingenious tip, Jacob. I love that. Yeah. You don't, even if the house has furnishing in it, you can still do staging to the house. You know, you can work with the existing, um, you know, decor that's in the house, or like you said, your agent, you can bring in some items. Maybe you keep a couple of bins, you know, of staging items that are smaller items that maybe, you know, you can use for every house. Well, it's, you know, it's one of those things. And like, I really want everyone to write this down to let this sink in. When most people think of staging, 
they think of like spending thousands of dollars to bring in beds and rugs and huge items that honestly it can be it can be a pain but it is worth it sometimes I what i'd like everyone to get through is that small item staging does not have to be difficult it does not have to be a big budget item and you own it and a lot of times it's a matter of um like I said, decluttering, but that also applies to furniture too. Mm. So a lot of times people have too many pieces of furniture in their home that make the space a room feel smaller. They'll maybe have too many rugs down. Um, and often that, like you said, staging, it's not necessarily bringing in pieces and spending thousands of dollars, but it's working with the space as it is, but just improving it. What tips? So obviously, you know, a lot of realtors, have like a second skill, like a second talent, right? Some of them used to be builders, so they know about the structural foundation of the house. Some of them used to be inspectors, so they know what to look for on a showing. Others used to be interior designers, so they're great at this kind of thing. What tips would you give for the realtor that doesn't have that natural knack for interior design? You know, that's a great question. The first thing, um, using a, a photo prep sheet like we offer is a good base. It doesn't cover every single situation, um, but it definitely will get you 90% of the way. Um, and then on top of that, if you really struggle, if you think there's some things like maybe you're not sure if furniture should be rearranged or if items should be moved or removed, uh, bring in a stager to just do a consultation is another great option. Uh, most stagers will give you a consultation where they're not going to uh, bring in furniture, but they're going to tell you how to work with the furniture you have. So definitely consult a, a stager in your area and see if they're willing to do something like that. I love, love that idea. So once we, you know, once you have obviously decided that you're gonna use professional photography services, what other add-ons are there that can really, can really take it above and beyond? And I wanna know about these specifically, obviously there's videos, but like I wanna get more granular, like what types of things should, should agents be requesting? because every single thing an agent does for this listing is something they can use as ammunition to get the next listing when they interview for it. Absolutely. So with video, I, I just wanna to add to that. Yes, video is great. Uh, with video though, you should be as much as possible trying to get on camera for a part of the video. Yes. You don't have to make it a full lifestyle video, but if you can give a 10 to 20 second introduction of the house, we do recommend this. Um, it personalizes the listing. It shows, you know, who you are and who people are going to be working with when this deal is made. So don't be worried that, you know, you have to, or don't be worried if you're thinking that you have to talk for two minutes, you don't have to. A simple, hi, this is Jacob. I want to welcome you to this house, check out all its beautiful features and enjoy the rest of the video is sufficient. Well, I mean, that's sufficient, but one of, the, one of the things I always really like when realtors do when I see these videos is there's so many interesting details in, in houses, especially in our market um, in Grand Rapids, where a general customer looking at the photo would not know that that wood on the cabinets is some fancy cherry oak wood, right? There's so many situations where, you know, even crown molding, like a lot of younger buyers don't know what that is. So for the agent to point out the pieces of value, um, in there, number one, it's going to make the sellers feel happy because the sellers are proud of it. And number two, you're educating, you're providing a valuable educational benefit to not only people that you have that might be interested in the house, but also to your past customers who don't know these things. 
I, I, I should clarify, starting with that intro is where you should start if you're yes. not comfortable being on camera. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't think that you have to start by going into all these details by getting on camera. You can start out in the light version, which is just yeah. a simple introduction. Well, and, and also like, on from there, build on it. Also too, like, you know, not everyone is comfortable on video. And so your other option there is you have to promote this video somehow. I mean, you pay, you pay a great photographer, videographer to make this video. It is your job to promote this on social media, on your website, over email. 100%. And if you if you don't want to say the words on video after the quick introduction, you can type it out. I mean, sure can. your clients can read if they're selling a $500,000 house. Sure can. To, uh, to kind of answer on top of video, uh, there are virtual tours, Matterport tours, Zillow tours. These are great for um, individuals who are a little more tech savvy. Um, a Matterport tour or something like that is uh, what is referred to as a digital twin. It's the uh, twin of the property online. It allows people to have the most lifelike experience of being in the house without actually being in the house. Um, this is like a floor plan. Like it's like a virtual reality floor plan exactly. with the photos. You can move around exactly. whenever you want to. I love exactly. it. It's, it's, it's uh, definitely not for everyone, but I think it is a fantastic tool. Um, but to be honest with you, one of the our most popular products and products that I think provides uh, some of the most tremendous value is drone photos. Hmm. Drone photos provide context. Um, you know, it's just look, it's all about location when it comes to real estate and drone photos provide a better context of location than you can see with simply ground level photos than you can see in a video or that you can see in a virtual tour. Now, if you're doing a video with drone footage, you're going to get that additional context as well. But that um, that context that you can see from a drone photo is incredibly important to a lot of people. And it doesn't just have to be acreage or a property that's on water. A lot of people want to be able to say, see, hey, oh, there's a park nearby. There's a school nearby. It's a walkable neighborhood. So drone photos are one of our most popular products for that reason. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. The last house that I bought the drone photos that we saw gave us context to how close we were to neighborhood amenities. You know, like a lot of neighborhoods have like a little public area or maybe a pool, or maybe if you're lucky, you know, tennis courts or something else. And to see like, you know, on Google street view, there's no context of that. But when you see that photo, you can kind of count, oh, there's 25 structures in between me and the, and the pool or in between me and the river or the lake, exactly. or even the main road. Yeah, you're 100% right. So, Context is everything. Yeah, and with a lot of these additional products, once again, um, it's about setting yourself apart. Most people in today's market are, are you know, using a professional photographer. But by showing that you're going above and beyond, you're selling yourself to potential new clients. You're saying, hey, I go above and beyond when it comes to marketing. And when you choose me, this is what you're going to receive. That really leads into like what I really wanted to end on. And that's the fact that, it's all about talking about your value and marketing your value. I mean, like, I want to give a huge kudos to every agent out there that has been using professional photography for the past, you know, one, three, 10 years. But so many of them don't talk about it. They just, they assume that their clients know that, they, that they're paying for a professional photographer, or maybe they're just forgetting. And number one, the agents are paying for this. They are paying their hard-earned money without knowing for sure that the property will sell. Now that used to be a thing like 10 years ago. Now the property is going to sell. But you I mean some agents are, you know, a hundred to a thousand of even more in on marketing that property. And so make sure that if you are, 
you're talking about it at every listing presentation when you're talking to buyers about like the work that goes into it. Because, yeah. you know, to totally keep agree. real estate going, we need to market that it's not a cakewalk. We need to market exactly. what we're actually doing. This is why we provide our clients with a, a brochure actually for listing presentations. Mm-hmm. So they're able to put this in their listing presentation packet. They go and when they give that listing presentation, they're able to say, hey, I am providing you with these services. I'm going to be hiring a real estate photographer. They're going to uh, give you some tips on how to get your house ready. And we're going to make sure that your house is beautiful when it comes time to put photos online. Yeah. And now are you, do you guys still do like the agent's name, like watermarked on the photo? Is that still a trend? Absolutely. Absolutely. So in, in our market here in West Michigan, we are able to do that. Yes. Now, now I know, I know every market does not allow that, but I mean, I'm just going to shout out that if your market allows it, or if you're not sure, having your name as the agent in the bottom of those photos that is going to ensure that you're on Zillow with the photo, that you're on all those aggregate sites. And that it's, it's almost like the 2022 equivalent of having your sign in the yard, except more people are going to view that property online with your info than they are going to drive by the property. 100%. Matt, we make sure it's just our clients' names. We don't put our name or logo on the photos either. You're the one listing the photos. We want your name to be on the photo. No, one other thing that I really, you know, if you're the agent that's getting these photos, one thing that I really like to do is to send, like once your clients close on the house, um, you know, if you can, if you can contact the other agent and get them a copy of some of those photos, they can then use that to share that on social media because everyone likes to brag about the new house that they bought. Now you as the buyer's agent don't own those photos. However, there's a lot of great realtors out there and a lot of them would love to help you out because they just, you just put together this amazing transaction with them. So if you're able to contact that agent and just say, Hey, can you give me two or three photos of the house, the original files? I just want to share. I'll tag you on it if I have to. I just want to share these on social so that my buyers who are going to post it anyways can share the best possible photo. Cause there's nothing worse than your buyer getting a great new expensive house and then taking a cell phone picture of that house to then market the job that you did. Um, Absolutely. We can just do it a little bit better, but that does require playing nice and assumes that you were nice to the agent during the transaction. You know, and, and to kind of wrap things up here, Matt, I wanted to just remind people that when it comes to photos, all the sort of online marketing material, think about it as your digital curb appeal. It really is the first impression that people receive when they're looking through your past listings and they're saying, okay, what kind of listings has this agent sold? They're going to see how you market the property. And this is your digital curb appeal. And this is really why it makes it so important in today's market for real estate agents to use all these services to uh, market the house as best as possible. I love it. So Jacob, if someone is listening and they're in, and they're in, the, in the West Michigan area, how could they get a hold of you? Uh, and what, how could they uh, maybe get a, get a good feeling or coupon for their first, uh, for their first session? Absolutely. So our website is harcreative.com. That's H-A-R-R creative.com. We have a full range of services. We actually just added a new service where uh, if you're not the greatest of author or writers, uh, we'll even do your marketing remarks uh, right up for you. And uh, for uh, today's audience, we have a special promo code. We have a promo code where an agent who uses gift from Treadstone when placing an order will receive $20 off their first order. 
gift from Treadstone. I love that. And we're going to mention that in the podcast notes too, so you can copy and paste it. Jacob, thank you so much. And by the way, for all of our listeners that are in other areas, if you'd like to get connected to an amazing real estate photographer somewhere else, if you send us where you're located, I'm sure we have the network to find you someone that does a great job. Perfect. Thanks again, Matt, for having me on today. I much appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Jacob. Let's get drinks soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Marketing and Other Markets podcast is proudly supported by Neighborhood Loans and Treadstone Funding. Visit them online to see a new type of culture and energy in home lending. For more actionable real estate marketing tips and tricks, check out my book, The Tangible Action Guide for Real Estate Marketing, available on Amazon. Interested in being on the show? Reach out to us via Instagram at mattmusket88. See you next time.